Today's conversation is with Larry Coggins, who is the Southwest Florida Law Enforcement Liaison. A former public relations officer and state trooper with the Florida Highway Patrol, he has extensive knowledge of traffic law enforcement and law enforcement public relations. We sat down at the 2015 GHSA annual meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, to discuss the Florida LEL program's use of social media to connect with law enforcement agencies and officers in the field. During your career with the Florida Highway Patrol, you spent some time as a public information officer. How has that experience helped you as an LEL? As a public information officer, you are the voice in the face of the agency. And some days that is good when you are selling safety to the public with new campaigns and new ideas. Some days that is not so good when you have to be, for a lack of a better term, the village idiot in front of the station, uh, apologizing to the public for something that has gone terribly wrong. Sadly, though, the role as a PIO was more telling the public of horrific crashes that occurred and what the results were. And unfortunately, when I was on TV and the radio, it was more associated with bad news. Bringing that experience forward now, I don't have to relay bad news anymore, but how what I can do to my new audience, which is my brothers and sisters in law enforcement, is relay the safety message that we have come up with, uh, whether it's from a federal, state, or a local level, and then share the best practices. And I believe the uh, PIO personality and ease with speaking to others is probably one of the best assets that uh, it can bring to an LEL in selling the mission. Did the Florida LEL program have a presence in social media when you came on board and was this something that you felt was critical to the work that you were doing when you first started? Well, I have to be honest with you, I came from the old school of, you know, social media is for teenagers. Never really messed with it. We did not have that technology when I was the PIO at the Florida Highway Patrol. Fast forward to modern times, if I may, we were lucky enough to have a, a new liaison on the LEL team, uh, Ms. Janice Martinez, who also came from the Florida Highway Patrol and had supervised uh, DUI enforcement units and traffic patrol units in the Tampa Bay area. She had a knack for it in her personal life, and so we were able to just tap her as the uh, social media guru when it comes to the Florida LEL program, and uh, a partnership with all of us included with giving ideas and assistance her and letting the message spread uh, has, has really turned out to be very beneficial to the LEL program in Florida with the amount of followers we're seeing and the retweets and, and how the message is getting across the state. What did you do to make yourself more comfortable with it? Uh, I really had to rely on the other LELs who were using you know, Facebook often. I had to take a, a hands-off approach and let her run the program because she was tasked with running the program, but at the same time I had to, had to really watch it and follow it every day and understand how it worked. One of the neat things that really opened my eyes to it was I knew it was there. I knew our followers were following us and the, the tweet followers were retweeting us and I had to learn what that meant. But what was interesting is when I would walk through a hallway at a station of a sheriff's office somewhere in my region and I would have a, a deputy that I don't even know say to me, hey liaison, who was the winner of last week's Traffic Trivia Tuesday question? Or what was the answer because we argued about it at lunch? I knew then that we had hit that new generation of officer who otherwise would probably not know who we are if it wasn't for the agency promoting our page and so on. What are some of the things that your agency does on social media? 
Well, with the social media, and, and I'll stay with Facebook right now because that seems to be the most popular one. You know, it's a free tool. It doesn't cost an LEL program anything to, to set up and to manage and run, which is a great, great asset that it's free. One of the things we did was, is once the page was put together, we started coming up with ideas. Traffic Trivia Tuesday was one of them. Some of the crazy things that we've seen in our career that, you know, always spurs argument and debate in traffic laws. So that was one of the things we have done. We do a throwback Thursday picture and it's exciting to see the agency send us pictures saying hey would you put this on there and uh, this was from so-and-so campaign or click it or ticket number of years ago Th those are things that starts conversation during the Florida Motor Unit Challenge which is a two-month campaign that a uh, challenge that we run in the state of Florida where motor units compete against themselves not others and they try to outdo their self in education enforcement and saving lives during the months of November and December in Florida we started the Moto Photo Challenge. We asked the agencies in the state, send us your best pictures of your motor men and ladies out there working during the Motor Unit Challenge. And we received some great creative pictures. So that was very beneficial for us. But all the fun stuff aside, we're able to share campaigns out of NHTSA, things that we learn at these conferences, things that are coming out of the State Safety Office of Department of Transportation. Those were very important and very key to get out to the rank and file officer that's following us. The other thing is, is that we are able to turn it around when an agency comes to us and says, we're gonna hold a very important, very needed training class on this topic, and we need students. Well, we can do the traditional way of sending an agency a training notice, but it may or may not make it to the front of the bulletin board in the break room to say, come sign up for this free class. This way we're able to put it into the officers that need it into their eyes first. That's been very beneficial. Other things have been the networking, which is just paramount to an LEL program, and this is just another way to network information. Whether it's a deputy in Pensacola that is investigating a case and needs some subject matter experts out there to come to his beck and call immediately on, on a, an issue, a hot issue, or whether it's a trooper in South Florida who's been tasked with picking out the agency's uh, next piece of equipment and he wants the you know, best practices out there of who's using what, we're able to network that stuff up and down the state a whole lot faster than ever before. And the followers, are they primarily individual law enforcement officers or are they more department accounts? Little of both. The followers, it's kind of interesting, I can look at the followers and see that there's over 1,100 followers. And my first response to that would be that's not a great number in a state that has over 19 million residents and close to 90 million visitors a year. However, when we look at the followers, we see that it's the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office Facebook page is following us, the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, the Miami Police Department, the Florida Highway Patrol, the mega agencies have picked you up, followed you, and are resending out your information. So now, not only are we hitting 1,100 sets of eyes out there, we're hitting thousands of troopers police officers and deputy sheriffs that are following their agency's own page, some of which are not in traffic, so they may not know who the LEL is because they're not a traffic unit. However, they're able to glean something from what their agency is following, and that's pretty exciting. You've mentioned Facebook, you've mentioned Twitter. Are there any other social networks on which uh, you have a presence? Those are the main two ones we have a present on now. I, presence. I do know that there are some other things out there. Um, I've seen businesses and restaurants using Instagram and Foursquare and, and that type of uh, technology. I do not believe it's 
where a law enforcement or a government agency needs to be at right now. I, I think our, our mainstay right now with this generation has been the Facebook and the, and the Twitter. And also, too, to point out is that all of this stuff that we receive, say, on, on the Twitter side of the shop from NHTSA, GHSA, the National LEL Program, the State Safety Office, that stuff we're able to retweet, as you know, really quickly, and it goes out to all of our followers. With Twitter, one thing that's interesting is our followers are not just law enforcement officers and, and government agencies. They are also some of the mainstream vendors in the law enforcement business. Stalker Radar, Intoxilizer, Wheeling Electronics. And they have huge followings them, themselves. So when a sales representative in Florida with a speed measurement device company will retweet a message that came from the state safety office that morning, it's going out not just to his law enforcement, but also his network of colleagues, and it just spreads. It's spreading so viral we can't get a hold of it. And do you have any formal program for increasing the number of followers? How do you get new followers? You have to stay creative, and probably the best way to do that is, uh, you know, copying is the best form of flattery. We're always looking to see what agency out there is doing uh, something that's neat and inventive, and we're going to copy it. There are a couple of things that are coming down the pike that we have discussed, one of which I believe a medical facility in Central Florida does a selfie Saturday, and they have one of their doctor's nurses uh, do a selfie, and they ask a number of questions about them on a personal basis, and it always leads to why they got into the business of saving lives. It's been very popular with, with this medical facility, so that is something that I'm going to bring to the table, that we may have a selfie Saturday and let our troopers, deputies, and officers out there submit a picture of them at work, and maybe we'll come up with a few questions to ask the you know, agency how long in the, in the business, what's been the most satisfying thing in the business, and, and let that go viral. Cops are a funny animal, and I can say that after 23 years of being a law enforcement officer. Um, while none of them want to be on TV except the PIO, and none of them want to be, be recognized or called out or bragged about, they all have what I call the I love me wall at home. And it may not be for them, but it's for their wife, their husband, or their kids to be proud of mom and dad. So if we can continue to recognize the hard work our officers do and let it spread virally and our message continues to spread, I, I can tell you how many impressions we get, how many hits we get, how many likes we get. I can't tell you what it, it would mean on the street to a life saved because one officer says, I'm going to go the extra mile today because I want to be on Selfie Saturday. Do you think that the social media accounts and the social media presence for the network, as well as your own, has increased your ability to manage relationships with your partners? It has. We have to remember social media courses 24 hours a day. We are not. And the officers, the deputies and troopers that we work with and we depend on to get our, our mission to zero fatalities in Florida accomplished, they work 24 hours a day. and so. We know that the social media is there. We see the hits and the web traffic activity on the back-end reports that we can see at weird hours of the night. So you know when it's become quiet in a zone somewhere and that officer has a moment, he's checking his, his or her Facebook, they're looking at our stuff. And there may be training, there may be you know, a critical needs question being asked out there, there may be something being passed along, who knows. But they're watching it, so we see them watching it. So it is just an around-the-clock means of 
communication. One thing that's also great about it is that the technology is there in your hand with a cell phone. Your social media director, ours in our case, she's able to update things just about 24 hours a day on a need be basis. I'm impressed to see things are updated on the Florida LEL's Facebook page all the time, Saturdays, Sundays, middle of the night, you name it. It's just as things are coming in and that, need, that are critical need. Do you have a formal written policy in your department about what it is you can and can't say or can and can't post or how you conduct your activities online? Everything goes through the coordinator of the program and then to our social media guru. Um, everything is put out that way. The majority of our information that's going out is coming from other agencies requesting needs, coming from the Department of Transportation State Safety Office through NHTSA. It, they're, already gonna, they're already formalized. These other agencies have pretty much done our job for us. We are just the sounding board, the, the electronic bulletin board, if I may, on getting it out to the network. Have you ever seen something that one of your partners has done online in social media that you felt the need to reach out and say, you know, this might not be the best idea? And how do you do that? You know, we have not experienced that, and I'll say yet, because, you know, it, it, it's bound to happen one day. I like to always look at every issue with our organization in my personal life also as, as the PIO. You know, I was a defense attorney basically when it comes to the, port, you know, the court of public opinion for our, our state troopers. So I, I carry that real close to the sleeve with me with this organization. So as far as our organization goes, they know that Larry's going to be the devil advocate and look at it at every angle before it goes out. Have, if another agency was to do something, or say something. Um, it's not my place to correct it. However, fortunately, so long in this business and the communications and the inroads that uh, we've been able to delay both personally, professionally, and with the organization, I have no problems calling up and giving some friendly advice. Because at the end of the day, the public who's upset with law enforcement doesn't look at the color of the car, the shape of the badge, or the patch on the sleeve. They just see the brotherhood as a whole. And I take that very serious. Who do you think does social media really well in the law enforcement sphere? I would have to say some of the best practices that we have seen starting this have been some of the smaller law enforcement agencies throughout the state that has, I don't want to say they're you know, slow and nothing to do, but they have an opportunity to create a great social uh, media uh, platform. Off the top of my head, Chief Jeff Katz with the Boynton Beach Police Department is a um, small agency in South Florida, but when it comes to social media, both Twitter and Facebook, and also with his LinkedIn account, I've noticed, he is probably one of the most progressive cutting edge professional chiefs that I can think of off the top of my head, and, and I know there's, there's dozens of them out there in Florida right now and out through the nation, but that's one of the best practices I've seen that I've been able to uh, steal some of his motivation and uh, positive direction for the business. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome.